Hello, my friends. Welcome back to The Morning Mindset. I want to ask you something. What is behind your good behavior? Think about that. When you do good things, what's behind it? What's the motive? Why are you doing the things that you're supposed to do? Welcome back, friends. This is The Morning Mindset. This is our opportunity to get our minds aligned with the truth of God for this day. And before we get rolling, I want to thank our episode sponsor for today. It's an anonymous listener, just like you, who has reached out to underwrite the cost for this episode by saying, I pray that this podcast reaches others out there the way that it has touched me. Thank you for your commitment to making God's word accessible and easy to understand every day. Well, thank you, dear sister, for supporting the Morning Mindset. And if any of you out there would like to be a daily sponsor like this sister has, you can go to morningmindsetmedia.com slash daily sponsor. You'll find that link in the description for this episode as well. All right, friends, well, join me in prayer as we dig into Romans chapter 8, verse number 9. Lord Jesus, Teach us something fresh today, something new, and something powerful that will enable us to understand better what you've done for us, the impact it has on us personally, and how that is to manifest itself in the way we live in this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, so we are going to get back to this question of what's behind our good behavior. Many times we're good because we believe it's expected of us, like by parents or society or some authority figure in our life or even God. So many times we do good because that's how we make ourselves feel better about ourselves. Our good deeds somehow uh, we think are erasing the bad that we've done in life or the things we should have done but didn't do. You see, but the Bible does not lay out the Christian life in a way that we understand it to operate like that. It's exactly the opposite, actually. What the Bible tells us is that Jesus comes into our lives and he transforms who we are. Our identity changes and therefore our behavior changes. So do you see the difference? Rather than us doing a lot of things to prove who we are, we instead are understanding who we are that Jesus has made us. And then living out of that truth. It's a massive difference and it's a powerful one. If you have a copy of the scriptures handy, we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 8, verse number 9, where the Apostle Paul has been talking about the difference between living according to the flesh, which is our selfish, self centered, self aggrandizing ways, and living according to the Spirit, which is the ways the Spirit of God will guide us to live. And in so doing, he gets to verse 9 and he says, You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. So friends, I think I need to be just as plain and simple and blunt as Paul is here. He's saying that many people believe they are Christians but in truth, do not have the Spirit of God living in him, dwelling in her, residing in them and guiding them and leading them in their life. Now, how can you know if the Holy Spirit of God lives in you? Well, it's not by church attendance, and it's not by good deeds that you do, and it's not by turning over a new leaf. No, 
It's about receiving God's gift of forgiveness and adoption into his family through the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross. When you place your faith in him, you receive the Holy Spirit. And Paul's saying, you are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit if that is what you have done. If your faith is in Jesus, the Holy Spirit is in you. You are a different person. And it's out of that difference that you live. You understand, I'm not a self-fueled person anymore. I'm a spirit-fueled person. I don't belong to my old way of living anymore, that old flesh that Paul's talking about. I instead am a person of the Spirit's control. And friends, this issue of where our power source is, is a vital issue. Continue on with me in the next episodes of The Morning Mindset. We're going to be digging into this even further, and we're going to discover that God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Our Christian behavior is actually fueled by Christ, not by us. Go figure. Lord Jesus, please give us insight into this and show us how to live it out every day. We know that there are people we're going to be around, whether it be our children or our neighbors or our co-workers, or, and we want our lives to make a difference in their lives, to bring blessing and glory and encouragement to them, and ultimately, the light of Jesus Christ. So guide us in that today. Help us with old patterns of sin. Help us with bad attitudes. Help us to turn from the flesh to the Spirit so that you are praised and glorified through our lives. Lord Jesus, that's our ambition and prayer. We're asking you to do it. Well, friends, that is a wrap for this episode of The Morning Mindset. If you would like to know more about what it means to be a Christian and how to become a Christian, you can go to morningmindsetmedia.com slash meetjesus to find out more. That link is in the description for this episode. I also want to remind you to check out our episode sponsor. You'll find a link to their information in the description of this episode. Right there, you'll also find out how you can become a daily sponsor of The Morning Mindset. You can do so anonymously, in memory of someone, or simply to let others know you support The Morning Mindset. Go to morningmindsetmedia.com slash daily sponsor.